Hello, everyone. This is Rooney's Review the Movies. I am Lindsay. I'm Maria. And today we are reviewing Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy. Um, yes. This is a stand-up yes. stand uh, movie that Martin Lawrence did back in 1994. Um, <clears throat> the, the movie uh, was during like the height of the TV show Martin being on the air and whatnot. Um, they filmed this stand-up and they put it out in theaters. So um, with this stand-up, um, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a cast. It's just Martin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's the comedy stand-up. You know, it's a comic yeah. and a mic. And his best all-leather baseball-inspired monogrammed outfit. Yes. All black with um <laughs> with Jodeci boots on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, attire is very dated. Uh, I always looked at that attire and was like that's a lot to be under those lights that's exactly what i was thinking i was like isn't he he's got to be so hot in that because yeah. it's also you know it's like this time it's like baggy and everything but mm -hmm. it's made out of leather and i'm like under those lights moving around like yeah yeah it was a lot <laughs> I, at least i thought it was a lot um yeah i was like he's gotta be he's gotta be burning up yeah but that it seemed like that's his thing because in his other stand-up that came out years later, Run Tell That, he has on All Leather in that one as well. I so, am, oh, wow. I'm wondering if it was like a tribute to Eddie Murphy in some way, you know, his whole red leather. Right. The yeah. red and the purple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's a great question. Um Probably it probably had something to do with Eddie Murphy, yeah. Cause that it, but it didn't seem as much of an issue for Eddie Murphy as it did for Martin because Martin was sweating, but Martin's more yeah. of a physical comedian than Eddie yeah, Murphy. Martin moves around a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like act out, right? Like he's jumping all around more, way yeah. more than Eddie ever did. So. That uh, <laughs> that probably has something to do with it. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. I don't know what theater it was. Um, oh, it was at the Majestic Theater in Brooklyn. Okay. That's where he filmed it. So um, yeah. So, so tell us about like what this stand up like how it impacted you, like, when you first saw it, like, what you thought of it and everything? Well, when it first came out, it was, like, a big deal, but, you know, I was too young to be trying to go see it, even though I probably would have. <laughs> if my mom was into watching, like, stand-up films, mm -hmm. we probably would have went to go see it, but, um, like years later, I ended up watching it on TV and everything was funny. But like Martin was like one of my favorites, period. Like Martin could do no wrong. 
So um, with him, and then th this pretty much solidified it for me once I watched it because he was just, it was just funny. Like from beginning to end, it was funny. And I've watched this so many times. I've owned the DVD and everything. Like this was one of the best stand-up films I had ever seen. Like it's top tier. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I probably, at the time I probably seen only like a couple. Like Eddie Murphy, of course, but um, yeah, but like I will put him up there. I will put him up there with um, with the greats. Like, of course, both of Eddie Murphy's, um, Kevin Hart, like the beginning Kevin Hart movies, um, and Richard Pryor, of course. You know, oh, Richard Pryor, yeah, he's classic. Yeah, so. I, I would definitely put this up there with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, he, at the time, he talked about, like, several things that were going on mm -hmm. in time. Um, yeah, that's the thing of comedy, like, it's very of the moment, you know. Right. Right, right. And one thing that was, like, that they were on the heels of was the whole Rodney King situation that happened right. out in LA. And yeah. so, um, yeah, like, so at the beginning of the stand up, they're basically talking about Rodney King and whatnot. And um, just talking about race, racism, you know, how you basically. Like he has a bit where he's talking about how white people act one way when they think it's just you and a bunch of them, mm -hmm. and they turn around and then act a different way when it's a bunch of us and one of them. And so um, <laughs> he has a that bit. Was where one of, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, go I was just going to say that he has a bit where he's talking about um, like he's in a grocery store and he's asking somebody where the toothpaste is. And how they are very condescending and very, very smart. Mm -hmm. um, trying to They're rude. Extremely and rude. Unhelpful. Right. Right. He was just like, you just have to fucking read these tooth paste. Use right. your files. <laughs> but if it's a bunch of us and one of them, can you help us find the toothpaste? Now they're extremely helpful, extremely nice. Here, let me let me take you to it. Let's mm -hmm. go. You know. Mm -hmm. So, I did yeah. like the way he talked about like social issues with with his comedy, and like mm -hmm. he even goes like like make and uh, talks about slavery and everything. Uh, but he's able to talk about them and also make them funny without making them feel too heavy, right? Right. So he talks about it as a way to basically like release that tension and <laughs> you know that pressure. Right. everybody in his audience even though he says like I'm getting you know white fans now he's like yeah. I still keep it very black right <laughs> right he was like <laughs> yeah because he was like uh, we're going back to Africa ladies pull out your titties <laughs> right. I was like oh okay All right, right. <laughs> so yeah that was a that was a shocker and very in the like in the very beginning of it. Um, yeah, he talks a lot 
I mean, a lot about sex in the stand-up. You think so? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like eighty-five. I want to say eighty-five to ninety percent of his jokes. You think so? I don't think it's that sexual. Cause you know, honestly, for me, like when comedians, well, it's not like it's not like raunchy jokes, yeah. right? He's not like they're not like a lot of raunchy necessarily, but it's a lot talking about sex. Period. Yeah. Cause see, like for me, when comedians get to talking about sex and stuff, I don't find those type of jokes funny. Like you, you got to be very skillful for me to laugh. Mm-hmm. But like at the stuff that he was folks just go for like the easy joke when it comes to it. But yeah, exactly, exactly. But like, like with him and the jokes that he does have about sex and whatnot, they are, they were pretty clever and pretty funny. Um, especially like back then. Like, um, say for instance, like the next series of bits that he has is about jail. Now, that's some of the stuff that we still say to this day because he was, he was talking about how um, like he don't want to give uh, he don't want to get the R word in jail. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how can you talk to your mama after you've been R word? And mama was just like, you know, just lock ass, just clinch it and lock it and break it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he was like, you know, he'll, they'll just like do that to him for bragging rights. And yeah. And he was like, you just can't, you can't go into jail talking, talking mad shit in jail. Cause the, you're basically be targeted for talking mad shit. So, so yeah. So that was a series of, I guess, I guess it's kind of talking about sex right there, but yeah. That was like the first time he's like talking about it. And he goes on and he has like he has the masturbation bit and then of course he has the bit where he's talking about relationships. Um yeah. And of course there are some sex jokes involved there too. And I was just like, dang, dude, okay. I, I get like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I see, yeah. you know. But you know, it's my first time watching it. So a lot a lot of things that he's doing now are like very tropey and like things you wouldn't do in modern comedy like the whole black people do this white people do that people don't really do that anymore and yeah. stand up right um, that was very that was very like an 80s 90s thing mm-hmm. like because i remember like watching like a lot of comic view and stuff right because mm-hmm. i didn't have hbo so i couldn't get deaf comedy jam so comic comic view on bet you know mm-hmm. uh, but there was a lot of that that was really popular at the time um Right. But you know, you've seen it like how many times since then? It's like, oh right. yeah, I remember. I remember when that was popular. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why most it's the time to look at it in these eyes, mm-hmm. since this is your first time seeing it. So it's kind of funny yeah. to get your commentary on it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So but I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, for me, it wasn't very. It was. It wasn't very funny for me. Honestly, I giggled a few times. About it. I watched it twice because I wanted to make like, okay, well, maybe I'm just being too hard on it, right? Uh-huh. Let me just relax and watch it again, right? And uh, I giggled a few more times, but it still just did not. I never really laughed, like, never a full body laugh or anything like that. Like, and I was just like, oh, okay. And I looked stuff up online, like, because I was always looking for like react videos and stuff like that to get another perspective, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, there weren't really any. Well, there were actually there were a few, but they cut them up in like seven parts. I'm not watching a seven part react. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, yeah. but the only one that I found, uh, he 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 laughed, he enjoyed, it and everything. I was like, well, I guess it's just not hitting my funny bone, you know, which is fine. Not everything is for everybody. Yeah. So let me. But I imagine you. if I watched it back then, I would have laughed more because I remember watching Martin and like enjoying Martin. But I also haven't watched Martin in a long time either, so I don't know how I would react to it today. Oh, wow. You haven't watched Martin in a long time. Not since it was on TV, really. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now that's one of the late night staples. Oh, like yeah? they play, Yeah, they played on VH1 and BET. Oh, okay. And then, you know, they also did the 30th reunion. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just came out a couple weeks ago. Did and you watch that, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it and it was really good. They really did a good job, especially um, dealing with um, Tommy Ford's death. Mm. So they really did a good job. Um, it's just, it's just. I mean, it's it's interesting to hear your your viewpoint because you are kind of you're you are looking at it in 2022, which mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that he says. You can't say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Like, have you have you ever watched any of his stand-up or anything like that? No, I haven't. Right? Because okay. most of his stand-up came out when we were kids. Right. So, and it would be on HBO or at the movie theater. So, there was no way I was going to see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, if it didn't come on BT... Like, you know, I wasn't <laughs> probably wasn't gonna be able to see uh comic stand up as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um or or Sinbad or something. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay, so that's that's interesting. So this is like your first time seeing his stand up because like like I said, I'm a fan, so I've seen I've seen his stand up and I've seen him in person, his stand up. So oh I like the way he, he can paint a picture. Of, a, of like the scene that he's talking about, right? Yeah, he's, he's really a great he's, he's definitely a great storyteller and he does mm-hmm. that good. He does that very well in You So Crazy, especially when he's talking about mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. Like he, when he painted the week of um right. of that relationship or whatnot. And so- Yeah, that um, was probably the section that I liked the best. Yeah. Where she was like, I need a little of your time, you know, whatever. That that whole part. That was probably the one that I liked the best. Right. Right. Like there's a lot of um there's a lot of quotes that we still say to this day. Like, um, the mama said lock my ass. Um the part in the cause he's he painted the he painted the picture about the masturbation bit. He painted yeah. very well about that. And um, I was like, that seems very personal, Martin. <laughs> like, I feel like I know you a little too well right now. Like, right, right. And it's just like, so that—that's how it happens. Okay, it's not nothing planned. It's completely random. But like when he, <laughs> when he got the phone call, he was like, okay, well, let me go wash my hands. Like we we still say that to this day. Um, 
when he's talking about the relationships and he's saying the fuck them dress, we mm-hmm. still we say that to this day. Um, and then the fuck them girl, fuck them, fuck them girl, fuck them. Like we still say that. Um, what else? Oh, sorry, I had told Craig and them. We say that too. Like it's a lot of quotable stuff that we say in this movie to this day. And this movie is almost 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I I cannot believe that the 90s was like 30 years ago. That's crazy. Mm, no, it was 10 years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, the 70s yeah. was 30 years ago. Yeah. Right. Right. Just like that means <laughs> when you think of 30 years ago, that is true. You think of the 70s. You don't think of the 80s. So, or the 90s, rather. The 90s. Yeah. Yeah, The 80s is 40. All right. Mm -hmm. Now I'm really feeling old. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, turn to dust. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So, was there any, uh, anything, oh, another, another, um, yeah, this is one that we really, we really do say a lot. Is the um when he was talking about drinking and he was talking about how they uh take you like the um the cabs that come get you on New Year's Eve and stuff for free when you're drinking too much. When he was like, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, like um, I need to go to four four five Canaan Road. <laughs> now, you're right. Now we say four four five when somebody's like super toe up. That's mm-hmm. that's the code. Like we like, oh, you was four four five can't road, you know. So that one we say a whole lot too. Like it's a lot of quotable, quotable things in this. Um, but yeah. So um, what what bit? stuck out the most for you it was definitely the relationship bit where the woman was trying to hang out with her man and he's like nah i gotta i'm hanging out with craig you know mm-hmm. or whatever and she asks him you know was it twice at least and he brushes her off and then finally he decides he's gonna give her a little bit of her, his time or whatever and uh she's like no nah, somebody else got your time mm-hmm. yeah yeah and does that stick out for like personal reasons or is just the way that he told the story. The way that he told the story. Yeah. I love a good callback. So Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Like he he does that well. Um that's the same for me as well. Cause it it was very, very detailed. Um that one and the one where he was talking about how you have the cra oh, that's another one. Crazy, deranged. When she mm-hmm. And it was the other side, and the guy was crazy. Yeah. So we say that too, crazy deranged. Um, I did appreciate the whole, like, uh, just kind of illustrating how, like, all the stuff that that guy was doing in that skit. Mm-hmm. Like, red flag here, red flag there. Red, you know what? Right, right. Like, flag. he was awesome That's in great. the beginning. But once he once he um, sinked his teeth into you, it was a wrap. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've never seen it personally. I've never had it done to me personally. Somebody coming up to me in the club with a robe on. Talking about, let's right. go. In pajamas and <laughs> Right. 
I was like, I can't even believe they let him in the club looking like this. <laughs> Man, listen to that skit for me. It was like, oh, well, the first thing is that you feel like you need to ask him if you can go out. I was like, girl, no. Right. Right. Like, I'm grown as a mug. Nobody's asking. We're starting out from the wrong place right now. Right. Right. Right, like like in your other skit, he wasn't asking her if he could go out. He was just saying, ah, right. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of red flags in that skit, but some people do experience that. Oh yeah, it's real. Yeah, I I ain't never experienced it, but and I've heard I've had a friend that actually was the guy in that skit. Oh wow. Actually, yeah. She actually pulled up and she was pregnant and all and she pulled up. Oh, she pulled up on him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yep. Big yep. old belly and all. She pulled up. Wow. <laughs> like you better than me. Cause I would have just had to catch him when he got back. I wouldn't I wouldn't have left the house. But <laughs> but yeah. So um let's see. Um, so that was pretty much our biggest takeaway was that how, um, detailed he was with explaining or like with painting a picture. Yeah. I liked his, uh, capability of wait, to tell a story, you know, to paint a picture. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're basically seeing the same thing, right. When he's telling the story. Very good. He's very good at that. Um, yeah. but as far as like how funny it was, I wasn't really laughing or anything, but again, I don't know if I have like a very typical taste in humor or not. So, and also, it's 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 from 1994, right? So, yeah, um, culture has changed, comedy has changed, the way you even like do stand up has changed. So, um, that's definitely a barrier, right? Yeah, I don't like. I don't think that he said anything that would people would be like, oh, he said this in 1994. Let's cancel. I don't think he said anything like. Yeah, I mean, people are gonna be like, it's 1994, you know. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't think he said anything like that. But it is a couple things where it's like, hmm, yeah, he he wouldn't be able to get away with this. Um, yeah, I mean, there are like some jokes that are ableist, and there's like a, some sexism in his jokes and stuff like that. But that's honestly to be expected from 1994. I, I, yeah. You know, so yeah, and from comedy period, you know what I'm saying? Like they are pretty mild nowadays when it comes to comedy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you go in there expecting to hear something that you wouldn't normally say in regular settings, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, even in today's climate, they are pretty, they are pretty conscious of today's times, but they still, some people still do push the envelope, so. Yeah, it just depends on who it is. Like, for me, my favorite comic stand-up, anyway, is, uh, Hari Kondabalu, which, you know, he's not extremely popular, but he's my favorite, he's one of my favorites, so, like, Michelle Mm -hmm. Buteau is really funny, um, Cheshire Zameda, Jessica Williams, um, I don't know any of those people you just named. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, so that's what I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do they have do they have stand ups on Netflix or? Yeah. 
They have yeah. stand-ups. Yeah. They have stand-ups. Some of them were on SNL. Some of them have like their own other TV shows. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't I don't know who I would say like in today's time is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I probably don't have one mm-hmm. in today's time. Um yeah, I don't I don't think like anybody's my favorite because like at one point Kevin Hart was like king, but mm-hmm. it just seems like with every stand-up he puts out, they're not good. Like Yeah, he hasn't like, been funny for a long time. And and the thing is, like, I'm not sure I think was he funny or was I just young? You know, I, I remember go, him on. I remember him on uh, Comic View. You know, yeah. And I can go back and watch um, the first movie he did and the second one. Um, the seriously funny is the second one, and then mm-hmm. the um, the first one. I'm a grown little man. Those two are classics. Like you can't get no, you can't get no better than those two. Actually, like I'm a grown little man better. But um, laughing my pain was good. Let me explain was good. But it just seems like he's been on the decline ever since. So, you know, and this last one that he did um, in his house during the um, during the pandemic, that one was not good. And I thought, yeah, See, I like I, the one that Bo Burnham did. You said what? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. He did a com. He did a uh, comedy special from his house uh, during okay. the pandemic. Like it's like reflecting on the pandemic and stuff like that. Um, that one I enjoyed a lot. Um, I like Hannibal Burris a lot too. He's very funny. I don't find him funny at all. Oh, I find him very funny. It, but I like Z Way is probably one of my favorites. But she doesn't have like a stand up. She just has her show. I don't like her. Like she comes oh, on. She comes on uh, Watch What Happens Live often. She is. Oh, not I haven't funny. seen that. I haven't yeah. seen her on Watch What Happens Live. I've just seen her show. Okay. Yeah, like she comes on there to promote the show, and mm-hmm. I don't like her on there. And yeah, that I have zero interest in watching her show. Oh, I love it. Yeah. She's <laughs> the way she interviews people and lets them just kind of hang themselves with their own rope. Yeah. I just I love it the way she has them on the ropes and like being feeling nervous. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So was she a stand up? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I like again. I hadn't seen anything of her of her stand up. I just seen her before she had her show on Instagram. I saw that she had a, she had her little thing on Instagram. It's basically like um what she's doing now only expanded on Showtime. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. So on Instagram, she was interviewing like um, white and non-black people, um, and asking them like questions and making them nervous and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's expanded on Showtime, and then also, like I like these as a mirror, but they're not stand up, right? Yeah, they're not. Stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember them from when back when I was on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And like um, the show on Vice, it was it was cool on Vice, but it just seems like when they went to Showtime, it kind of got watered down. 
You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because I tried to watch it on Showtime and I just was like, eh, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, it just seems like it was better when it was on Vice. Mm-hmm. But um, You feel like it was more, more real on Vice? Yeah. Less polished? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like... Yeah, it seems like with Showtime, they kind of watered it down. I was like, you know what? This is where I'll, I'll end. I'll end. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, uh, like I said, I've watched this so many times that I don't even laugh anymore. <laughs> and like, I can say, I can say the stuff with him. You can probably say it line for line, right? Exactly. You know the stand up. Right, because that I've I've watched it so freaking many times, um, and then and like with his other one, Run Tell That, mm-hmm. I remember watching that so many times, and then I didn't watch it for a while, and then I watched it randomly, and there was something that I didn't laugh at none of the other times that I picked up on that one particular time, and I was in tears because I was laughing so hard. And it was just something really silly that he did. And I was laughing so hard. And I like stuff like that where you can just mm-hmm. randomly pick up on something that you never picked up on before and just mm-hmm. laugh ridiculously. And it's so funny because sometimes that's how the show Martin is. Like when you watch it, especially like now, like 30 years later, you watch it, you watch an episode and you're like, busting a gut laughing because this stuff is like it just seems like it's timeless like yeah, a lot of things you're like oh I get that now like I get that <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of stuff because we were kids that went over our head that you pick up on now you're like dang they said that on TV I know. you know so but like I remember I know this isn't about the TV show but <laughs> I remember an episode of Martin where they uh, was in the train station because they were going to um, visit Gina's parents for Christmas, mm-hmm. and they needed they were they were um, the bus was delayed, so they were stuck in the train station, and they needed coins. And the guy that worked there, he was being a butthole to everybody, and so. They tried to get coins. I think Martin tried to get coins from him and he wouldn't give them. So Gina went up to the glass to try to get coins and she acted like she couldn't really hear him so he can get close to the um, glass. So when he got close enough to the glass, she reached in and she grabbed his tie and started banging his head on the glass. <laughs> and so then he started throwing the coins out over the glass. So Martin and Miss Jerry started going back and forth to catch the coins and they rolling on the floor trying to get these coins off the floor. It was the funniest scene ever because Martin did not care. Like he didn't care. Man, woman. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're doing like some kind of slapstick like that, you have to be fully committed. You cannot care what anybody thinks. Yes. Or it's not gonna work. Absolutely. And like and him and this old lady, they are rolling on the floor. I watched that and still laugh. And I have seen that episode a million times. But I no, watched uh, the laugh. What's her name, please, Gina? Uh Tisha Campbell. 
Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell was also in this movie called Blind Spotting, which is like one of my favorite movies. And mm-hmm. she has this incredible scene in a hair salon, and she is just yeah. still so funny. Yeah, that is a really good scene. You know, Tisha Campbell is a really good actress. I think my problem with her is sometimes she overacts. Mm. It's just like, ugh. And we would just dial it down just one. Pull it back a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know, so. But yeah, she's extra as hell. But, um, but yeah. So, um, but yeah, but that that's Martin. I mean, he he talks about a lot of things. Um, <clears throat> he talks he talks about a lot of things. He does. But um, I definitely uh, definitely loved it. Um, so we have our rating system. We have one um, movie reel that's trash AF. Two, it exists. Three, entertaining. Four, great. Five, a true classic. So, Maria, what say you? I would give it a two, to be honest with you. A two? Yeah, it exists. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make me feel any kind of way, right? So, I didn't necessarily hate it, but I also didn't enjoy it. So, what was the couple of things that you did enjoy? Pretty much that skit about the woman wanting to hang out with her man, the way he told that story. I found uh-huh. that one funny. So but, was that the only only thing through the whole? Yeah, that was like really funny for me. That was it. Yeah. So were you watching it like, why the heck did she pick this? <laughs> no, I mean, I figured you picked it because you loved it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so no. That didn't surprise me. But also, it's like I I know like my taste in comedy is pretty specific, so <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know uh, I don't always find things funny that other people find funny, which is fine because there's the reason why there's so many different styles of comedy and comedians and stuff. So. Right, right, right. But I was hoping I would because I remember you know like I said enjoying the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, like this is a totally different Martin Lawrence from the show. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but when you look at this and you try to compare it to the show, you can tell that it the show was very watered down. You know, mm-hmm. you know he had a whole lot of control, but still, it was network television in the nineties. Yeah, so. and the thing about like sitcoms is like you, they're joke machines, so you mm-hmm. know they're gonna have probably like five times, ten times more jokes than maybe a stand-up will because they have to by the way right. that they move. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, for me, it was just like, mm. yeah, well, my, my, uh, my, I'm just glad I didn't hate it. <laughs> to be honest. I didn't hate it either. That would have broke my heart if we did like, oh. <laughs> like I'm trying something different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's fine. I'm, I'm down to try something different. So yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. My vote is something totally different. Um, it's a four for me. Uh, probably because I I do remember laughing my ass off in the beginning mm-hmm. and then I've, mm-hmm. I've watched it so many times and you know nostalgia and um, it's so many quotable moments it's still things that we that we say to this day mm-hmm. um, from this uh, stand up so uh, 
Yeah, the um, it has it has lasted, you know, and it is it is talked about as one of the greats. So, um, I mean, because he was at the top of his game at the time. So yes, yes, that that he was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That definitely he was. Um, you know, and then he he elevated since then. You know what I'm saying? Because like with the with the other stand-up that he put out, Run Tell That, that mm -hmm. was, I want to say that was in 2002 when that came out. I guess I would be wrong on a year. It's like 2002 or 2003. With that one, he got more personal mm -hmm. um, with his, uh, with his stand-up. Like that was, cause you know, like between the show and the stuff that happened to him after the show. Yeah, I did watch like a brief video. They were like, why? They were basically like, where's, what is Martin up to? Like, why isn't, why isn't he as famous as some, you know, some of his other um, contemporaries at the time? And they were talking about like how he had gotten heat stroke and was in a coma for a while and like all this other stuff. And I was, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, like he, he battles with substance addiction. Like, yeah, he had a mental break. And whatnot, and, you know, like back then, um, we didn't have social media, so yeah. we had like, like the blogs was like the newspapers that are available right right at the um, checkout counter at the grocery store, and then you have like shows like Extra and Entertainment Tonight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that those were the things that were fueling. Um, the rumor mill and whatnot. And then like like mm -hmm. your local radio station and stuff, they would tell you things here and there and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so it was like a lot of stuff that we heard, but we didn't necessarily hear from him. He didn't do no um, Diane Sawyer interview or anything right. like that. With the happened. soft focus or, you know. Right, right. So Run Tell That was basically him telling everybody what happened. And that did come out in 2002. But um yeah, like, and it was kind of like how um, Kevin Hardy left from my pain. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he turned these serious series of events into his into his standup. You know, and he told he told these events funny, like you you laughed at it. It was it was hilarious, but it was what happened. And he was honest about the things that were happening, you know, because because a lot of stuff happened, a lot of stuff happened towards yeah. the and after Martin. So, and it was some stuff that was just so outrageous, you just knew it was it was just a rumor. And then when he like confirmed it in the standup, you're like, damn, that really happened. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but he he told it. He told it and run tell that. So and that's the part that that's the part that's dope about run tell that because it was honest and it was from him. You know what I'm saying? So things that you heard, I mean he cleared up. And if it didn't happen, he didn't talk about it. <laughs> so Well, that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, and um he wasn't as like silly as he is in um run that I mean in um you saw crazy but and um 
I'm assuming that's because he's talking about some real stuff. So yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So I know this wasn't something that you just like 100% was gung ho about, but Brian tell that it's, I would, I would watch it if I were you. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's good. So, but, um, but yeah, that was you so crazy. Yes. Um, so, what um, what do you, what do you suggest we watch next week? You know, I was going to suggest uh, the movie Fallen, starring Denzel Washington. Have you ever seen that before? No. Oh, that's a a really good movie. It's a, it's it's kind of rare in the things that it does with the storytelling. Okay. Um, particularly with uh, Denzel Washington, even though it came out in 1998, yeah, so he was definitely, you know, a big star by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really interesting. It's on, um, let's see, it's on Amazon, it looks like. Uh, but I also got a list of, like, 80s movies. People were saying, like, how many of these have you seen, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had seen 12, and there are more than 30 movies on here. Oh, wow. So we can take a look at that, right? Okay. Um, so have you seen The Terminator? Mm-hmm. Not Terminator 2, but Terminator. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay, all right. So we'll go through this list and see like which ones we have and haven't seen. But oh. for next week, I, I, think, I think we should go for Fallen. Fallen? Okay. And you mm-hmm. said that's on Prime? Yes, that's on Amazon Prime. It's starring Denzel Washington. Uh, it's a little bit of a supernatural movie, but it's not it's not a horror film. Oh god. I know, I know how you feel about that. So <laughs> yes. I'm like, uh <laughs> yeah, we can do following. All right. All right. So uh was it a book? Uh it may be. You know, lots of movies were books, so yeah. Maybe. Okay. So, yeah. So, next week, we will... Oh, it's on stars, too. Okay. That'll okay. work. That will work. So, yeah. So, next week, we will do Fallen, starring Denzel Washington. And they've been playing it on Encore, too. Mm-hmm. Who else stars in Fallen? Uh, well, of course, Denzel's a big draw, but you get John Goodman. Donald Sutherland is in it as well. Um, James Gandolfini is in it. But yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Is this the one where the person was uh, singing a song or something? And people were yeah. like talking... Or singing the song with him when he would walk past them and stuff. Yeah, so you have seen it then. I've seen no, I haven't seen it. I see, I saw that oh. on the trailer. I remember that on the trailer. Oh wow, really? Okay, wow, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I I remember that because that was creepy. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a horror film. I promise. Okay, <laughs> it's just it's, it is creepy, but it's not horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for it. All right. 
All right. So where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Valar More Dollars. That's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R Dollars. Also do a podcast called Nergasm War. It's five black women talking about geeky things. So you can come join us there as well. Where can they find you, Lindsay? Well, you can find me on all social media at L underscore Brunel. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. Um, I also have another podcast as well called The Ish We Talk. And that's me, my cousin, my friend talking about um, hot topics, hot debates and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like this past week, we talked about um, that viral video with uh, the baby daddy and the baby mama going back. Not the McDonald's. Yes, the McDonald's. We talked about that. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we hit that one up. <laughs> of course, everybody did. Everybody did, so yeah. why not? You know? <laughs> that, was, that was a hot, hot debate this past week. It really was. I came to find out she's a TikToker. Yeah, so... How did people come to the conclusion that that was fake? Because I saw they her went to her page. They went to her page and like watched the rest of her videos. Okay. And uh, they were like, she doesn't mention any other children. She mentions like her one son all the time, mm-hmm. but she doesn't mention the other kids or any other baby daddy drama or anything. So it was it was a skit. Okay. Because that's what that's I was confused about. I was just like, they keep saying it's fake, but. I only see this response video. Right. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, she got something to go viral. So, you know, you got to build on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause literally everybody talked about that this week. So, mm-hmm. like, they was debating it on The Breakfast Club. That's how bad it was. I believe it. Oh, God. The Breakfast Club is so messy. So, yeah. <laughs> I but, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's that uh so until next time we will see you guys later bye, bye.